neglected to mention that I was a Ghostbuster. Okay, I have the actual suit, and I actually have an inflatable, uh, whatever those ectoplasmic proton packs. I've got an inflatable version that I carry around with me in my car. Okay, there. You got it? That's just between you and me, though. Good morning and hello and welcome. I'm back. I'm in my makeshift studio out here that uh, handcrafted with balsa wood and airplane glue. And uh, I wanted to kick everything off today by giving you an important update. The Alaska trip has been thwarted, has been rerouted and uh for many reasons uh just one just being the mere fact that it's going to be a physical undertaking that's going to be an accumulation of four days by boat which is um i just decided that i wanted to have i kind of i wanted to basically uh modify this into a uh, somewhat more relaxing venture and I thought long and hard about it and uh, the whole endeavor was going to be about a 10 day excursion where we were just going to be hauling ass up to Seattle then to Bellingham two days by boat to the salmon capital of the world and uh, where we'd spend two glorious days wondering why I don't like to fly in seaplanes or kayak in um, cold seawater only to get back on a ferry for another two days and uh, simply just stare at Canadian islands that uh, my producer is not allowed to go into because of reasons that are between her and I but um, if she's not allowed in Canada then I'm not allowed in Canada and that's just the way it's got to be so what we did inevitably was, or what I did, is decided that we would reroute things to, uh, well, first I considered New Orleans, um, but that was just going to turn into uh, an Amtrak version of Alaska, which we're, okay, getting into, uh, we're, we're getting better, it's getting better, it's getting more enjoyable um i've eliminated the uh exhaustion of driving but at the same time new orleans would have been 74 hours by train that's just too long to be uh for me on a train uh so i just decided i mean what about chicago Ooh, okay chicago Never been there, but that that's a town you got to stay for a week or so. And I, let's see, it's 48, 49 hours to Chicago. And that is, it just doesn't, doesn't, again, fit into the compressed version of the 10 days I need. So I abbreviated that to 20 hours via Amtrak to the beautiful town of Denver, Colorado. Why Denver? Why not? 
Well, there are reasons. I'll tell you this. Um, it's going to be an enjoyable trip. We're going to leave Sacramento on the 21st. We're going to sit in the dining car, and we're going to drink um, seven and sevens and talk to drunk Canadians. And uh, I'm going to bring... I'm bringing the twins with me too. So, got my my daughter producer, my the twins, and uh, the idea is, has gone from a semi-adventurous uh, trip to what's now become a ghost hunting mission, uh, because we ultimately will probably end up in from Denver. We're going to head for Estes Park, which is about 60-something miles, about an hour, a little over an hour from downtown Denver. Why Estes, why Estes Park, you think? Well, why are you asking me so many questions, first of all? But first, okay, so Estes Park is the town uh, uh, where the Stanley Hotel is located. What's the Stanley Hotel, you ask? Well, the Stanley Hotel is in the movie Dumb and Dumber. When they pull up in the uh, Lamborghini, that's the Stanley Hotel. But am I going out there to look at the Stanley Hotel because it's in Dumb and Dumber? And uh, I think that that's one of the top five movies of all time. No, it's not. The reason uh, the Stanley Hotel exists, the reason we're going to the Stanley Hotel is because that particular hotel is the hotel that The Shining is based on. First the book by Stephen King, then the movie by Stanley Kubrick. Good old Stan the Man, Stanley Kubrick, who decided that he would make a film out of, uh, you know, some dark, strange Stephen King book, uh, but then intersperse it with his own uh, conspiratorial, like, uh, tangents on uh, the genocide of Native American and... Uh, just strange, uh, misleading, and often esoteric uh, side, you know, uh, little blurbs that are determined to confuse you. But um, The Shining, though, is, well, the Stanley Hotel is, uh, is legit. This is the crown jewel of all ghost hunting, ghost chasing endeavors. Um... Stephen King stayed there. I think it was room 237. Yes. Yes. Matter of fact, they did a... I think they did a little documentary on the whole thing about his research there where he stayed uh, uh, a few nights. Saw some stuff. I I think some of of which he wasn't uh, uh, immediately wanting to divulge, but... Consequent um, investigations, consequent uh, subsequent investigations by other ghost hunters, ghost chasers, they've all done it. They've all been there. It's like the Mecca. It's the Mecca of of ghost hunting. It's the um, it's the wailing wall of ghost hunting. It's uh, the ghost adventure guys. I, I I gotta believe they've been there. The first one I'd seen is the Ghost Hunters. I think it's, is that what they called? The guys that did uh, Taps to 
the Atlantic Paranormal Society, the guys that were plumbers by day and ghost chasers by night, and uh, spun it into like a reality show. And anyway, I saw that version where they stayed, I believe, and I think it was room two. Well, they broke they broke it up into a few different rooms, and one of the guys got room two thirty seven. And you saw a glass shatter, middle of the night, uh, just strange, uh, shadowy things. Um, well, there's a lot of, lot of, uh, you know, swirling rumors and controversy around a lot of that. How much of it is legit? Is it built on some kind of Native American, you know, burial site? Uh, which tends to always be the inclination when you talk about places like that or the Amityville uh, house. Uh, you know, what's going on in these places. But we're going to go out there. We're going to check it out. My young, my uh, youngest daughter, uh, the younger twin, by one minute, is she's bringing her gear with her. She's got a little EMT finder. Or is that what it's called? EMF? EMF finder? I don't know, it's an EM something. Um, and uh, I've got some digital apps that I use for uh, picking up noises, movements. Uh, we, uh, her and I, the, my youngest, uh, we have a weird, long, sordid history of uh, in the last few years gone out and chased what we, well, we set out to find these ghosts wherever we go, and the first place we investigated was uh, uh, the Hotel Del Coronado down in Coronado Island, uh, right next to San Diego there. And uh, so we went. The, that was the yeah, I think that was the very first place. We went down there the day after Thanksgiving of 2018, and. We got our gear, we took our gear, we stayed, first night we stayed in San Diego, uh, in the gas lamp quarter, um, and then the next day we hauled our cookies out to Hotel Del Coronado where they have, supposedly there's a, there's always like a female ghost that's always been like, um, betrayed in some fashion, and this was the case at Coronado, she... Uh, walks the beaches of uh, Coronado. Uh, what was her name? I can't remember her name now. If you go, if you Google Hotel Del Coronado, it's like one of the first things that they start talking about. Much like the Blue Lady of the uh, Moss Beach Distillery in um, Half Moon Bay. So, evidently, this woman has, has been betrayed by a lover, jilted by some, or a, you know, you know, I don't know, it always happens where she throws herself uh, to her death uh, on the rocks of some shore, or a beach, or a cliff, and is left to wander the, uh, wander the property, uh, looking for somebody, or something, and uh, so, we, we did do a, uh, an investigation. We wandered the halls of the Coronado with our equipment. Didn't really come up with anything. 
prior to that, we had been, uh, we did a day investigation of the Holbrook Hotel that up in Grass Valley. That was before they did the renovations. That was uh, really, that bore a little fruit. I had my producer daughter with me, my youngest twin daughter, and we picked up some, uh, some voice EVPs, um, and that was a little creepy. That was the first time we'd really used the equipment, though, so it's subject to kind of interpretation. You know, I think a lot of that stuff's a little gimmicky. And uh, But it seemed to bear fruit. This The Holbrook Hotel, spelled with an E, uh, is, it was an interesting place. Before the renovations, um, it was a really, uh, it still had a lot of charm. Um, I believe, I want to say, there's plenty of like historical figures like Teddy Roosevelt, Mark Twain. Oh, of course, Mark Twain stayed at every hotel in all these foothill towns, you know, during the gold rush mining days, the 1800s, the, the 49ers. Um, he was always kind of tooling around there, uh, you know, writing about the, the miners, partaking in a lot of that. Uh, but the Holbrook was one of these outposts where guys would, uh, supposedly Black Bart as a real person, he stayed in one of the rooms. But we picked up some good uh, EVP stuff uh, actually downstairs near the downstairs bathrooms uh, underneath the uh, first floor where you check in. Um, the second time we'd been there, though, we stayed there overnight. We stay, There's... Uh, side property that we actually ended up in that still didn't bear they they did a whole renovation on it and the whole renovation just uh, it typically and this was pointed out by my youngest daughter how uh renovations seem to kind of conjure up the get them restless get the spirits restless and they get annoyed and then they, there's more activity but after the subsequent re renovations of the holbrook uh, i found no such uh evidence uh, we didn't didn't really come up with much. Um, I even got some new equipment, the kind where, like, you see the little, the little stick guy um, in the uh, in the readouts. You can see if there's any kind of electromagnetic fields that are uh, active. It'll it'll manifest itself in some kind of stick little figure guy. If there's any kind of uh, bodies or figures that are anywhere near you, but uh, I don't know, the equipment seemed to be more interesting than the investigation itself, but it was still, it turned into a nice, it's a nice hotel, it's now it's just a, it's a haven for hipsters and charcuterie, but uh, nevertheless, uh, a lot of those hotels, a lot of those uh, foothill hotels, you know, in Coulterville, Sonora, Jamestown, the National Hotel in Jamestown, uh, oh, what's another one, uh, Groveland, you know, the the last town you come to before Yosemite has the Groveland Hotel, supposedly haunted, but, uh, but a lot of those places are really, uh, they've got a lot of energy, because they've got a lot of history, um, uh, but you gotta wonder, like I don't know. Sometimes you gotta wonder, like the amount of people that have died, particularly at like hospitals. You think more hospitals would be haunted? 
Um, but then, so yeah, we, we've done, a, her and I, my youngest, we've investigated at least 10 or more in the last couple of years. We visited the, a dozen, uh, gosh, some of the highlights. Well, the historic Carey House Hotel in Placerville was kind of strange and eerie, but only because they really played it up. They had, in their lobby, you know, you typically can book a lot of these places on online through Priceline or whatnot. Uh, this being one of them, this, the historic Carey House Hotel looks like it's haunted, yet you can book it through Priceline. So go figure. And with modernization and technology, uh, you'll you'll usually get like a magnetic card for a key, a key card. Uh, everything's uh, digitally digitized. But this particular place, when you check in, they don't ask for incidentals. They don't make you sign a whole bunch of stuff, disclaimers, what car you drive in the parking lot. They just give you a key, an actual key, with one of those rounded diamond-shaped pieces of plastic with the room number on it. And this particular hotel, the hotel, the historic Carey House Hotel, uh, time stopped at this place probably about 1973. Uh, the room we stayed in, it was a little two-bedroom thing with a kitchenette, but very antiquated furniture, uh, you know, nothing really been updated. The second room, we opened the door, there was an access door to, and the minute you open that door, you're like, I'm not staying in that room. So we shut that door, we sealed that bitch up. And uh, that was that, but it was just, the, there was just an eeriness about the whole place. Like, there was no life, there was no... Uh, there was no movement, there was no energy. Uh, we were there definitely for one purpose, though, and that was as investigators. But the other residents, though, were there to actually just stay there, which I thought I found bizarre. I mean, here you got this, this whole lot. The lobby was, it had like plastic skeletons and mannequins and fake webs and display cases and pictures and really sensationalizing the whole experience but if you're there just to stay for the night like you needed a place like you're just here to visit Placerville I don't know I guess it would be somewhat interesting but uh, yeah when we get there we're just we're there for one one purpose uh, and yeah it would be a strange thing to just <laughs> Like looking for a Best Western or a friggin' Marriott, and you end up in this strange prop laden, you know, <laughs> it's just like it's a dare. I don't, yeah, I thought that was weird and disconcerting in a way, but um, if you okay, so here's something really interesting. So another place we visited was in Stockton, California. It was, of all places, a residence inn in Stockton, California, room 208. I want to say it was 208. I could be wrong. But if you go to TripAdvisor Reviews and type in residence inn 
Stockton, California. There's a review of a guy there. Stayed there, said that uh, once he was in there, the TV would go on and off, and then the lights would flicker. And then in the middle of the night, his sheets were ripped off him. And this was just in a TripAdvisor review. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I call, I, so I'm like, okay, we're staying there. This is what we're doing. So I call her, and I say, I talk to the clerk. And again, this is a place you could just, you can, um, you can book on Priceline. It's just any other place. It's a residence inn. They're all over the place. Um, so I said, did you know that you got a room, there's a room in your hotel that's haunted? And I, you know, she probably thought I was a kook. And she kind of laughed a little. But I said, yeah, your room 208 is, uh, has a lot of activity in it. And I want to book that room. And she's like, oh, well, you can't do that because there's AC work going on. Ah, aha. So that kind of confirmed my suspicion. But but my lady and my youngest stayed there. Not in that room. We didn't get the room. They wouldn't budge. Um, um, but yeah, wink, wink. According to them, the AC was out in that room. So check it out, TripAdvisor. Residence in Stockton, California. Um, and then there were some other notable stays that we did. Uh, like I say, the National Hotel in Jamestown, we did a night there. Uh, that was enjoyable. That was nice. The, the food was great. The place was nice. No activity. Uh, but yet another one of those foothill hotels. Uh, one place that creeped me out, uh, I did some some legwork on this one before I, we even booked it. I'd driven out there. This is the in, in McCalmney Hill. Just past Jackson, up in the foothills, of course, is the Hotel Leger, L-E-G-E-R, L-E-G-E-R, named after uh, the original owner, I can't remember what his first name, Fred Leger, something, something like that. This guy's buried in the cemetery in town. This town that you go to, McCallany Hill, and I'm not going to badmouth McCallany Hill, but I'm telling you what, this is one of those towns, like, you pull into, first of all, the hotel there is the biggest um, accommodation or, or uh, piece of property in the whole place. It's 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 kind of its centerpiece, and it's a renovated. It's it's it used to be a jailhouse with uh, rooms and accommodations uh, up up. The jail is down below in the, in the basement, but. Uh, but upstairs are the rooms that were, I imagine, probably the sheriff or the locals, you know, stayed or rented. It didn't used to be a hotel. The hotel itself originally burned down. Leger bought this place as a as a jailhouse and then renovated, turned it into the hotel. But the rest of the town, it looks like, I don't know, it's one of those places where, like, not hills have eyes type stuff, but if if hills have eyes were like domesticated, like those weirdos in the hills have eyes movies that lived like up in the hills and had weird cone shaped heads, if they all decided to like move into town and get a place, it would be in McCallany Hill. 
So if you ran screaming from this hotel in the middle of the night from something that you'd seen and could very well be the case, there aren't too many other places in town that you would knock on the door for help. They've got these old, there's like a an old candy shop. There's like an old, everything's kind of funky and people like, nobody's outside. The streets are old. Like as you walk down the street towards the graveyard where old Leger's buried, people like are peering out their windows and stuff. Like shit's gone down in this town. And that was probably the scariest I'd ever been, scaredest I'd ever been in any of these places. Yet, uh, I guess it's, it did, we did have a little occurrence. I'll, I'll say that. I documented it on, on my Instagram. Check it out. Leaderbuilt, L-E-D-E-R-B-U-I-L-T, just like it sounds. And you'll see, it looks like an EVP, or not an EVP, but a, a what do you call those? Um, the little, the little, uh, uh, the little spots, you know, that float around. And uh, we caught a, uh, we caught a couple of those. And uh, orbs. Well, what I thought were orbs. They weren't. Uh, upon further research investigation, it turns out they look more like reflections. The light hit when the light hit the lens of the cameras. So there's some pretty heavy-duty orbs, though, pretty active orbs. But so we we dismissed that. But the room we stayed at was this. It 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 was neighbor. It was next to the jailhouse. They left the jailhouse open for anybody who wanted to go check it out during the day. So so all the all the people that didn't do anything in this town had the availability to go walk down and just wander around this jailhouse this had dirt floors there's big long tables in in these rooms with these arched doorways these brick walls that were arched and there was chairs and then some of it was like kind of like storage for the hotel but it was creepier than hell like if you're going to see anything this is the place to see it but uh, we dismissed the orbs, but we did catch some verbal stuff. A real quick, a real quick uh, verbal exchange. Something to the tune of like, uh, I thought they were saying something about. Oh God, I got to replay it, but it sounded like something like my my youngest daughter's twin brother. Like they said something about him, like Liam, or something to that effect. I've got an old recording of. But I was more uh, interested in dismissing that than the orbs. But my youngest daughter, she thought that was more legit than the orbs. She, she, so I got She's got a better head for this than I do. She does more of the research than I do on a lot of this. But so I'll give her, I'll give her some room on that. I don't know. It might have been. But that being said, we did check out another one in Georgetown called the American River Inn, and that place was that was more of a bed and breakfast, and um, nice room though, big nice room, the cool old style. You know, it 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 was preserved. It was it was uh, 
deliberately preserved. It wasn't like the carry house where I think people just packed up in 73 and left. Um, the American River Inn was deliberately uh, antiquated. But the town of Georgetown, if you've ever been there, is one main drag. They've got um, the whole town. I think the whole place is haunted. Um, all the people, you know, because you, you check out the rest of the town as well in these places and just you tend to ask questions. And they'll tell you. They'll, first of all, they're surprised that, or interested to know that you're there deliberately to go find ghosts. And then they'll and then they open up and tell you stuff that they've heard and seen. You know, uh, one particular place in Georgetown uh, was there. It was a little trinket shop. A little, you know, you can buy like you know those little like glasses with insignias on them, the town insignias, or uh, you know, plates, um, picture books little chiming bells that you ring, you know, and so we were talking to the, the proprietors or the people, or the ladies that work there, and they said, oh, well, this used to be, oh, what she say, it was a nursery of some sort, or some kind, no, it was a school, with the little kids, and then the little kids, uh, over the years, you know, um, you start hearing balls bouncing out front that uh, nobody was there, little footsteps, you'd hear the, you know, kid, little ghost kids are playing with some of the trinkets, uh, a lot of activity, you know, a lot of activity in this town, uh, in the hotel itself, no such luck, but it was cool, it was had, you know, the old style toilets with the chain, you pull the chain, and the clawfoot bathtub, so, whatever, um, with real physical reactions, though, let's see, aside from the residence in of Stockton, um, where the guy had the sheets ripped off, there was, well, we did check out the Delta King in Old Sack. That's a cool little boat, an old paddlewheel boat with a restaurant, hotel on it. And I took my lady there as well as my youngest, did a little investigation um, that seen some activity a lot of people aren't really I don't know they seem hmm, I don't know I I'm the type that wants to you know if I if somebody tells me like the place you're working at is haunted I want to know more these people seem unfazed by it or lackadaisical or or just uh, uninterested altogether, but the Delta King was cool be just because of the mere fact it was an old restored paddle wheel boat, but that was one place I would say that was the closest I'd come to any type of actual maybe encounter. I felt the depression of something sitting on the end of the bed uh, late in the evening or middle of the night. Um, it can be explained away. I'm not going to give a lot of a lot of credence to it, but that. But when it comes to boats, um, the Queen Mary has to be the has to be probably the most 
incredible and interesting one. Um, I took my two youngest daughters there. We the, the room there, the one that's haunted there is like I can't remember, like twelve, twelve hundred or something. It's always there's always a, there's always a two in there, a two o something. But when we were checking in, now this is the Queen Mary in Long Beach. This is the one that was, you know, it was a wartime ship painted gray to to, to uh, ship soldiers from Europe. Uh, it's hosted many uh, Hollywood types over the years. Uh, just f has a lot of history, and it's 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 really cool. But it's uh, it's got some it's got some life to it. But we checked in and I inquired about the room, the the notorious. There's always there's always one room that's notorious, and uh, this particular uh, it, it had to be like. 1200 something or 20 something I can't remember that but if you google it it'll you know google knows but the night before we got there I was uh, the room of the, in question I'd asked if it was available it was not never is uh, but the people that were staying in there the night before ran out at about 2 a.m. Um, shrieking about something uh, that had happened in the room now, I don't know if he was pulling my leg on this one, if he was kind of you know, being a little sensationalistic, but, uh, yeah. So, we did stay, we didn't stay in that room, we stayed in another room, um, but I, I, yeah, I will, I will reserve any kind of judgment on anything until I see something. And if I see something, I'm jumping out a window. I mean, that's that's just all there is to it. Um, what else? So, yeah, that's about, yeah, there was about ten places uh, that we've checked, that we've stayed at in the last two years. My youngest and I, the little Ghostbuster. The little Ghostbuster that could. So, the, the historic Cary House Hotel, the Del Coronado, the Residence Inn in Stockton, Hotel Leger, National Hotel in Jamestown, the Holbrook, the Queen Mary, the Delta King, George, or yeah, the one in Georgetown, the American River Inn. Oh, well, we didn't stay at the Roosevelt, but we did go to Hollywood, and we did go, supposedly that's the one, that's on the Sunset Strip there, and there's a lot of shit that's gone down on the Sunset Strip. Um... Uh, the Chateau Marmont is within walking distance of the Roosevelt. Uh, the Chateau Marmont is haunted by uh, various. Well, they say John Belushi. I don't. I. I don't know. I don't quite believe that. Um, but it's got a lot of good stories about a lot of deaths at the Chateau Marmont. Uh, what's his name? Is it Helmut Newton, the ph the photographer, the German photographer? Uh, he died leaving in his, he had a little, I think it was a convertible. He just zipped out of there, crashed his car on the sidewall and died. Uh, famous, famous German photographer, Helmut Newton. John Belushi died of an overdose there in 82. Um, Jesus, I mean, all kinds of craziness gone on in there. Uh, old Hollywood's 
Well, I don't know. You know, back in the day, that wasn't that wasn't really the marquee. The Roosevelt was the marquee place. That was where old Hollywood stayed. Supposedly Marilyn Monroe kind of haunts a little bit over there. I don't know. Maybe she makes her rounds. Maybe she goes like maybe she maybe she checks out the uh, you know the, the Westin as well. I don't know. shit. Um, but the the Roosevelt was really cool. that was the essence of old Hollywood, kind of the old corridors, you know. Uh, the arched interior square corridors that line the interior of the walls, the uh, the back side of the you know the outdoor cabanas, the pool is all old Hollywood. Uh, talked to the security guys there. They said, "Oh yeah, there's something. Somebody, uh, some guy had taken his own life there. One of the rooms. That's probably the most active ghost. But the Roosevelt, the Roosevelt in Hollywood." We didn't stay there. We stayed. Uh, her and I stayed at the. Uh, we stayed at a Kempton, just up the street by Capitol Records, which was uh, actually, in my opinion, a better stay. But, um, but we yeah we've been to the Dorothea Puente house. Her and I. We didn't go in there, but we just wanted to see it. That's that's just on like F Street, in uh, downtown Sac. This is the woman that. Um, ran an elderly kind of old age home and it would kill her tenants and bury them in the backyard uh, and then cash their pension checks, their retirement checks and so forth. But a lot going on. But, the, but yeah, we're going to end up in Denver. We're going to Denver. on the. We're leaving on the 21st by Amtrak. And we're going to probably make our way more than likely to Estes Park to the Stanley... Stanley's again the the jewel in the crown of all these scary ass places. Uh, the cool thing about the stand, well, the cool thing about how it relates to the movie The Shining, which is based on that hotel, is that in the movie the exterior of the hotel, that particular hotel. That's actually a ski lodge up in um, near Mount Hood, the base of Mount Hood in Oregon, which my uncle lives just down the road from like 17 miles. Um, the interior of the hotel in the movie Sh The Shining is loosely based, well, it's loosely uh, inspired by the interior of the Awani Hotel in Yosemite. All the Indian designs and the tile the large oversized fireplaces, the big picture windows. So they had all these scouts that were just how cool how cool would it be to be a scout in this guy? Go to Yosemite, hang out for a week, research the hotels and report back. Like fuck yeah. But that's where they got the inspiration for the interior of the hotel. The actual hotel in the movie is just uh I wanna say it's just a sound stage. And uh under no point in any part of the movie is the Stanley in the movie The Shining. It is only the movie. It is only the hotel that the movie is based on. The only time that I recall that that hotel appears in a movie is in Dumb and Dumber, which is the third greatest comedy ever. Uh, third favorite only to The Big Lebowski and Raising Arizona. As and I seamlessly cut that out of the 
program. I had a incoming call. I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to. I'm probably going to have to fire my producer now. But uh, anyway, that's the podcast for today. Uh, we're headed for the Stanley via Denver. It's going to be crazy. There's going to be drunk Canadians. And uh, I'll keep you guys posted. I'm going to do live footage. And uh, I will probably uh, be dressed up as the ghost of Napoleon uh, and other crazy events with my... Uh, well, no, I'm probably not. That's that's just taking it too far. I'm just probably going to wear my Ghostbuster suit with the inflatable, uh, you know, ectoplasmic... Uh, charger pack with the uh it's inflatable it's 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 legit so anyway that's the podcast for today and i gotta go um have a great day arrivederci babies ah jesus oh god ah